0: Hallelujah, Christ is risen. risen Yes, it's still Easter season. We should still be saying this with joy and enthusiasm. Here at CTR, we've been going through uh, a sermon series called Living the Resurrected Life. What does it mean to live the resurrected life? What are the ways in which we show ourselves to be alive in Jesus Christ? No longer dead because of sin and evil, but alive. And participating in the new life that God gives us. Some of the topics that we've discussed are on the screen behind me, you, you can listen or listen again to the messages on our website. I took advantage of that this past week. I listened to Father Chris's sermon from last Sunday because I don't know if you noticed or not, but I wasn't here last week. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Some of you may know that it's, it's been a little bit of a, a harder, more stressful semester for my wife and me, but but God is faithful. God, God is good, and we continue to put our trust in Him. So we went on vacation last week. Thought it was a good time to get away. Last week, we were on vacation, and we, we have some good friends, some some good friends from Camp Cruces that are stationed in Hawaii. So, you know, twist my arm to visit a friend in Hawaii, right? We stayed with them a few days. Uh, we visited Pearl Harbor Memorial, um, Powerful, powerful experience, and certainly puts Memorial Day in perspective. God bless those men and women, absolutely. My wife and I spent a few days on that island of Oahu, and then we flew to Maui, which apparently is a real island and not just a character on Moana. Learn something new every day. The first full day on Maui, we took this journey called the Road to Hana. I had never heard of it before, but basically it's this 40 or 50 mile, absolutely gorgeous route to the town of Hana. Even though it's, it's really not that far, because of how winding the road is, you, you can only really go about 15 miles an hour, so it takes about two, three, four hours to do it. You don't really travel it, you, you experience it. I mean, on the way, there are like 30-some-odd waterfalls, about 50 bridges. You see these lush, huge trees. You've got the Pacific Ocean to the left and these gorgeous mountains with clouds coming down always in your view. It's, It's actually marketed as, if heaven had a highway, this would be it. And I wasn't planning on using this as sermon material, but... That's kind of the cool thing about faith, right? When when you're immersed in the Christian life, you see everything as examples of godly living. So living a resurrected life means having a race to run. Living a resurrected life means having a journey to travel. And the road to Hana, I came to see, is a really cool example. So let me first just say this. This journey has a beginning, and a destination. The journey of the resurrected life has a beginning and a destination. And I'll talk about the destination later, but first, the beginning. So when my wife and I, when Amy and I woke up at our Airbnb, we knew we wanted to do the road to Hana, but we didn't know where to begin. Where, where's the start, starting point? How, how do we get going? Come to find out, not far from where we were staying in, in Paella was mile marker one. Here's your sign. So we began in our car at mile marker one. And I think that's a great picture of the new life of Jesus Christ. You know, some people can really wake up and, and really want and desire to take the Christian journey. So how does it begin? With baptism and receiving the Holy Spirit. Time and time again in the New Testament, when people come to faith, when people recognize Jesus as Lord, one of the first things that happens is they are baptized. So if it's helpful, baptism is mile marker one, where the journey begins, and the Holy Spirit is the car. Because if it's a a long journey, I'm not going to get very far by myself. We need the Holy Spirit, we need God to take us places just like we need a car to travel long distances. Thanks be to God that he gives us himself and then leads us on the journey. So Amy and I, we, we, we take off, we're, we're excited, we're a little anxious, not really sure how the journey is going to be. But again, we know the destination and we have two really great resources. One are the mile markers, right? Second, we have a guidebook that tells us all about the journey. We start at mile marker one, and, and again, because the road has so many twists and turns, it was almost life-saving to know when we passed one mile and two mile and three miles, clearly showing that we were making progress. And maybe you've never thought about this before, but the Christian journey has mile markers, signs along the road that show us how we're we're progressing or regressing. We call these mile markers sacraments, baptism, Eucharist, confirmation, unction, confession. We call these mile markers the fruit of the Holy Spirit, growing in love, peace, patience, goodness, and faithfulness. And we call these mile markers virtues, faith, hope, charity, courage, justice. We even call these mile markers capital sins: pride, anger, lust, envy, greed. These are the sure and certain signs along the way that show us where we are, whether it's it's close to God and, and on the right track, or turned backwards, maybe off in a ditch somewhere. Throughout my adult life, and, and all too frequently these past few months, I've had to ask myself, why am I so angry? Why do I wake up in a bad mood? Why do I get so down and defeated? More often than not, it's, it's because of some unrepentant sin or because it's a, it's a grudge that I'm holding on to or just being lazy in my Christian journey. That's a real thing. And I shudder to think how far off the road I'd be without the body and blood of Jesus Christ, without this church family here, and without the self-examination I do throughout the week. Living a resurrected life, going on this Christian journey, has mile markers. We just need to pay attention to them and then adjust accordingly. As I mentioned earlier, on this Road to Hana adventure, Amy and I had, had a guidebook. Again, we, we didn't really know what we were doing, so I can't tell you how incredibly helpful this book was. It was Absolutely spot on about some of the warnings and dangers. It was totally accurate about where some of the more beautiful waterfalls were. And it even had some directions that a lot of tourists didn't know about. So here's just one example. Just past mile marker 24, there were two waterfalls right by a state park where ample parking was available. We got there, described just like that. So far, so good. The book said there were some public bathrooms that weren't the cleanest of facilities. They got that right too. But then the book said there was a surprise. For the daring and for the brave, there was a third unobstructed waterfall, complete with a sizable swimming area and almost entirely free from other travelers. All you had to do was walk up this awkward path by the second waterfall, walk five to seven minutes in some very muddy terrain, cross a viaduct bridge, immediately turn right, and continue for another three to five minutes uphill, and there you are. That's a selfie. Guys, totally and completely worth it. What I, what I saw there was this Beautiful, peaceful, inspiring, exciting waterfall. And, and the book was right. I, I heard nothing but the sound of the waterfall. And I received the benefit of that muddy, awkward, and dangerous path. And, and not at the time, not at the time, but looking back, I thought of the scripture verse where Jesus tells fishermen, put out into the deep. I thought of the scripture verse where Jesus calls his first disciples saying, Follow me and become as one who sees. My friends, we have a guidebook we call Holy Scripture. We have a roadmap to the journey. We we call it the Bible, right? We have God's Word written in which we can see and explore who God is, what he's done, how to follow him, how to live a resurrected life. We have this incredible resource that invites us to go into the deep, to explore the riches of the faith and to see the incredible power of God interacting with human life. And here's the really crazy thing even though the Bible remains the best selling book every year, biblical illiteracy is actually at an all time high in America today. And I, and I can't help but think that just like the people who, who didn't have the guidebook and so missed out on this awesome waterfall. So also, when we don't explore the richness and depth of Scripture, we're missing out on some powerful views. And yeah, sometimes that journey is muddy and dangerous. But guys, if we persevere, totally and completely worth it. So finally, this journey has a destination. For the road to Hana, the destination was, any guesses? Hannah, right? <laughs> For the Christian, the resurrected life, the, the destination is the new heaven and the new earth. The day Jesus Christ will return and set the world to rights and will begin this eternal life with a marriage of heaven and earth. That's our destination. That's our hope. That's our finish line that begins the victory parade, if you will. But we only get there with God's grace, with our cooperation. Amy and I continue on this road to Hano, we we got to the town and and we got to the highlight of the town of Hano, this beautiful black stone beach on the harbor, mountains on the horizon, the sun beginning to set, a nice breeze and the sound of the the ocean and people playing, enjoying their day at the beach. That was the fruit of our journey. I don't have a picture of this beach because in, in, in many ways, a picture would not even do it justice. It was better than we even imagined, and it was well worth the journey. So my friends, what do you want to do on your journey? We're all taking this road together. There might be some twists and turns. There might be times to slow down and enjoy the view. And there might be some times just to keep going, just to persevere. We have everything we need. We need the Holy Spirit to drive us. We need the Bible to be our guidebook. We need the church to keep us on the right road. CTR, we have a vision and a roadmap, and it's an exciting time to be a part of it. I promise you there's going to be some bumps along the way. I promise you that we're going to have to walk through mud sometimes, that we're going to have to take some risks. But I promise you that the journey itself, if we persevere and keep going, it'll make all the difference in the world. I promise you that when we reach the destination, it will be more glorious than we can even imagine. So let's enjoy the ride. Let's run the race with purpose and conviction. Let's take the journey with confidence and competence, daily putting our trust in Jesus Christ, who is the pioneer, the author, and the perfecter of our faith. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen.